Hey, it's Jess from Milk Stains and Meltdowns. Welcome to my podcast, Spilled Milk. Today, I'm spilling your milk on my podcast and giving my uneducated experience um, and advice. And you can do as you please with that. Um, I just think it's fun to share other people's milk and um, have an open discussion about it so others don't feel alone in their own meltdowns, mistakes, whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be something that you're ashamed of. It can just be something that you're excited about. Um, so tune in every Monday to my stories on Instagram at spilled milk, milk with a Y, um, to spill your milk, take um, time to play along with the polls and see if you've ever been in similar situations. Um, make Mondays fun. Let's, let's not hate on Mondays and let's make it fun. So stay latched because it can only get better. Right. So this week's milk wasn't really that juicy. There was a few, there were a few, um, coming in piping hot, but there were mostly a lot of overwhelming feelings right now. And I think that is very, very normal in the state that we're in. We keep getting like a little glimpse of normal life and then they take it back like a hundred, like hundred steps. And then we're like, okay, so now what? And we're all confused and we're all lonely and we're all bored. Like I feel so like I'm never doing enough with my kid and I've received so many spilled milks of people saying like, I have zero motivation currently. I have two kids. I'm 24 weeks pregnant. All I do is sit in color. I, another stepmom here feeling the stepmom guilt. It's why I don't want to grow our family. I don't feel like I get recognition from my husband for all the things I do around here. I can't clean my house. It's a mess. I hate it. I'd rather move. Like all of these are milk from you. And I feel like so many of us are overwhelmed and it's still so annoying because people on social media are still pretending that like everything's fine. This is fine. And like, meanwhile, you're literally the dog with the burning room all around you, just sipping your coffee and like pretending that everything's fine and your life might be fine. Some of you, it probably didn't change that much, but like overall the feelings and the emotions from everyone, even when you're going to the grocery store or whatever, like everyone is confused. Everyone is fed up. Everyone is bored. We're all missing people. And like the detrimental effects of this, that like long-term I'm terrified of, like I am a very social butterfly and I already feel myself like even when the opportunity was to like go outside and like have a gathering outside, it was like, and these were with my favorite humans on the planet. And it was like a struggle to even like get the motivation to do it because it's almost exhausting now to be around people. (sighs) It's just a catch 22 and I'm really looking forward to life being back to normal. But those of you that are feeling overwhelmed, you're not alone. And it's not only women, it's men too. Um, Men just don't really spill that kind of milk. Uh, (laughs) Men spill milk like I was first exposed to porn at five years old and I'm so desensitized now, it's not even funny. Um, I think he meant like, it's not funny. Like, like porn is, I don't think porn is meant to be funny. I think he meant like, I'm so desensitized now. It's not even funny. Like, so anyway, I could not imagine being exposed or like my daughter seeing porn at five years old. Like that is, that is probably very, 
um, detrimental to your well, to your understanding of sex, because we all know that porn is so far from like reality that like at five years old, when you think that that's, well, one, I don't think that you should really know what sex is. Like, I don't know. That's a really tough one. That's a really hard one. And I'm so sorry you had to go through that. Um, and then I had another question and it was like, it was like, do people learn more about their sexual preferences through techniques from talking to each other or watching porn? So I had asked um, if you guys were more leaning towards the media and porn, or if you learned um, if you learned through talking. And actually, like seventy percent of you was mostly through talk and experience. And I really liked that answer. I was really happy to see that seventy um, percent of you at least are comfortable enough with your partner to talk about sex and learn sex together and all of these things without having to like go to porn. I mean, porn can show you fun techniques and all of those things and new, like, um, new, new positions, new whatever. And like, can also desensitize you in certain ways. I don't really, I don't really have like an opinion on porn. I don't care if the person I'm with watches it. I am comfortable enough in who I am as a person that I don't think that like if my partner is watching porn that he'd rather be with the girl on like I I really trust that my partner can like differentiate between fantasy and reality and like I don't know I don't have an issue against porn as long as it's ethical and everyone in it wants to be doing it it's consensual um but I don't think I've learned like a whole lot on porn I think I've learned more through talking. Um, and yeah, so that was really cool to see that we can have open conversations with our partner. And I encourage you to continue having those open, open conversations. Um, someone spilled that they fantasize about my husband's married friend all the time. I think he wants me to, if only God. And like, I asked, have you been there? And, or nope. And I'm going to tell you guys the stats. And then I'm going to tell you a little, a little story about me. I, 27% of you have said been there and 73% have said no. And I gotta say, like, I think some of you guys just didn't answer or some of you won't admit it, but come on, who hasn't had a crush? Like, it's a crush. It doesn't really, like, even if you fantasize, like, really, as long as you're not acting on it, I don't see it as a big deal. Like, there are still, even when you're in a relationship, there are good looking people out there. There are people that are going to make you feel like, oh, like he's hot or, oh, she's cute. Or like, she makes me laugh. But like, as long as you're not acting on it, I really don't see it as a problem. You can fantasize all you want. What's the difference between fantasizing about a character on TV and like fantasizing about someone that you know? I mean, if my husband or, well, I don't have a husband. Um, that reminds me of bridesmaids. You don't have a husband. Um, if, if my partner like was fantasizing about like my sister or my friend or something like that, like, I don't think I'd want to know. I definitely wouldn't want to know, but like, also what does it matter? Like it's in your head. I I don't need to know every single thought that goes on in your head. So I don't know. I think it's fun. I mean, in my last relationship, I had, he has a friend who I was definitely, I definitely thought was super hot and like, I don't know. I never acted on it. I didn't do anything wrong, but like it being in his presence. Yeah. He's hot. I don't know what to tell you. Like, but I can't stop that either. Um, but we never crossed the line. So really what is it? It, I don't know. 
I don't find it bad. I also really like to flirt. Um, but like, I also don't think that flirting is wrong either. Uh, I've been in relationships and I'm like a flirty person just in general. I'm flirty with all sexes. I like, I'm flirty with women. I'm flirty with men. And I think that that's just how my personality is. So if I'm going to be with someone, they need to understand that like when I'm flirting, it's not because I want to like have sex with this person. It's literally just who I am. And I like, I like it. And I don't do it like, I don't know, this got out of way out of, um, line, but like, that's essentially it. Like flirting and fantasies and all that stuff. Like really, I don't know. Does it matter? As long as it's not like hurting anyone. I just, that's the thing that you got to think about. It's like the harm versus happy. And which Kristen Bell always talks about. It's like, how much harm is this doing to somebody? If like these thoughts are going on in my head, there's no harm there. So who cares? And if it makes you happy, have at her. Um, okay. So now I got one and it said, I ended, I ended things with someone after nine years and now I'm dipping my toes in with other men and I feel guilty. And I responded, I think it's normal for it to feel wrong after being with someone for so long that like, you just feel like uncomfortable. So, or just like, it's all new and everything is different. And so you just, but you interpret it as wrong because you've been with the one person for so long and you knew you didn't, you wouldn't cheat on them and all of those things. And then you started, and you also probably didn't see yourself ever being with someone else. So like this discomfort could also just be interpreted wrong. I don't think you have anything to feel guilty about girl. Get it. Like once it's over with someone, it really doesn't matter who you're with after that. Like it doesn't. And once it's over, you don't owe anybody anything. You don't owe them time. You don't owe, you owe yourself to do whatever the fuck makes you happy. And if that's getting with someone else, you do you. If that's masturbating, like instead, that's great too. Like, or if it's just like learning yourself and not at all, like having sex, then that's fine too. But honestly, it's up to you. And I don't think that there's a time limit. Like when I first separated, I went on a few dates with somebody and it was almost like it was awkward and it was weird and it was different. And I mean, it wasn't great. Um, after I was separated and I was like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. Like, I don't know how I feel about this. And like, also we were in a pandemic. So it like made me really nervous to be around someone. And how do I trust someone with like my life and my family's life? So like the whole thing was just just mess. Um, but I, I did get it. I, I felt the guilt every time, like I was hanging out with this man and, but I mean, now I don't now I'm like, like, I don't know. I also just don't believe that there's like a time limit. Like you can do you, you'll know, you'll know when you're ready and, uh, try not to let it get to you. You aren't doing anything wrong. So do you and whoever the hell you want. Um, okay. So I had a bunch of advice for any recommendations for getting over someone I never should have fallen for. So, um, someone said, fall for someone else, take time for you, like really take time for you, lose their number, focus on self-care. Only time will tell, move on. Life's too short. Get under someone again or get under somebody else. Have an honest, logical conversation with yourself 
time and space, no social media stalking, reflect on how they treated you the whole time, not just the good times. Remember you are enough. You were fine before them. You'll be fine again. Like mostly just like taking time for you. Um, someone suggested booze. I don't, I do not suggest that. Um, that doesn't really ever solve anything. Makes you want to text them and all of those things again. So delete them from your phone and your social media. Take away the temptation to creep. Like most of it is like take away the temptation to creep and cut off contact. Um, and the, okay. So a couple weeks ago I had someone spill, um, well, two women spill. Well, no, there was more than two, but the, the underlying theme that I like shared was one. I really want to get to the point that like, just because somebody is following or likes to look at beautiful women or whatever, because someone spilled, like my boyfriend follows a lot of like fitness women on, on Instagram or, um, you know, whatever. And I know that that is a huge point of contention for a lot of couples. I just truly think that we need to give it less power. Like, do you think that these women who have like a hundred and some thousand followers or like a million followers and they just have like nice asses or like, they're just like, do you think that they're going to take, if your husband is messaging them or your partner is messaging them, that's a problem. But also like, do you really think that the girl is going to, like this woman is going to take the time to answer all these creepy dudes who slide into her DMs? A hundred percent. She will not. So, and like, just kind of give yourself some grace that like these are edited. Even if he were to ever hook up with this woman who looks perfect, we all have scars and stretch marks and things and body hair and things about us that we don't like. No matter if you are the most airbrushed and beautiful plastic person on Instagram, look at the Kardashians. They are literally like essentially the epitome of perfection for body and all that stuff. Like right now, like for the, for the trend of what our bodies are supposed to look like right now, sorry, not supposed to what the media tells us to look like, which is wrong, but like, even they have like so many insecurities. And when they show like their real self, like Kim is full of psoriasis on certain days and stuff. Like people have imperfections. And I think that like, we just also need to like loosen up a little. And I think that sounds terrible. And I know that if you were insecure or if you're struggling with yourself and your husband is looking at all of these things, then I think it's time to have like an open conversation with, with your partner. Like if you've mentioned it and he continues to do it, that's not okay. He can find other ways to like, I don't know. Then he would just like, I also think that at some point he just needs to meet you in the middle and understand that it hurts you. And if it's hurting you, then it just needs to stop. But if it's really not affecting anything, then I don't know. Let them look. Let them look. Just don't touch. Don't slide into their DMs. Just All right. This one is good. I love my husband, but I miss being with women. And 12% said same and 88% said I haven't been with women. I can completely understand why though. Like women know women. We know our bodies. We know. And so sometimes like it would be fun to like be with a woman who like cares about like a woman orgasming. Like, I don't know. Guys, you're great. 
Uh, you do the job most, sometimes, most of the time. I don't know. I don't, I can't speak for all men. Um, I can only speak for the men that I've been with. And like a lot of you guys talk a big game and then end up in bed and you're just a bunch of jackrabbits. Like you just want to get off. And it's very clear to us that we're just like a hole to fill. Whereas like, I feel like women are a little bit more, I mean, it's in our it's in our souls to be a little bit more nurturing and like caring and like loving or I don't know, just like take the time. Like I don't find that men take the time for a lot of things. Like you guys like from my experience, this isn't, but like just are thinking about you and it's not that great to just be a hole to fill. So think about that. And, um, yeah, be gentle, be, be kind, take, or like, don't be gentle, like do what you do and like what you enjoy in bed. And if like, it's not gentle, that's great. But like, take the time and stop thinking about your orgasm men, because men like 99% of the time you're going to get it done. Whereas women go like, I think I'm going to ask that in a poll this week. Like how many times on average do you actually finish when you have sex? Like, or do women actually like orgasm? Cause I can probably guarantee you it's like less than 50% of the time for a lot of us. So yeah, I can see why you'd want to be with women again. Um, I'm also newly separated, but I got close with a coworker and I feel happy again. 36% of you said good for you. And 64% of you said, get it girl. Honestly, I think that like separation and all of these things, like it does, it truly does feel good when somebody starts paying attention to you and sees you for who you are right now. And even if you're down in the dumps and like you're coming out of a separation, it's nice to know that like there are people out there who are going to love you or going to want to be around you. And you won't be alone forever. So yeah, it's fun. And those fun, flirty, fresh feelings are always great. Like those butterflies, it's just so sweet. So I'm happy for you. And I'm really glad that you were able to feel happy again. I think that's ultimately the goal, but do not allow him or a new person, the next person to be your reason for happiness. You have to be your own reason for happiness. Uh, 24 and I just bought my first vibrator and I love it. I haven't told my boyfriend though. Should I? Okay. So this one is so fun. I asked, did you feel this excitement when you got your first toy too? And 86% of you said yes. 14% said no. And then I asked, should she tell him? And 83% of you said yes. So fun. And 17% said, keep it for you. So I remember when I got my first one and it was actually the first time I ever, I was 23 and this is like a huge, this is my secret. I had never had an orgasm before until I was 23 years old and I got a vibrator and I was like, holy fuck, what is this? And I was like stoked. I remember I stayed in bed like all day that day. Um, I didn't even want to go to work that night. It was just so fun. Um, the novelty has kind of worn off and like definitely a human using it on me is probably way more fun, but it's still so fun. 
Um, and I actually just got a collaboration with a um, sex toy company called Voosh Official. And if you check them out, you can use discount code Jessica25 to get 25% off your entire purchase. I've been trying out the Rose 2. It's pretty good. It's really good. Um, but this is amazing. And I do think that you should tell your significant other about it. I think that bringing that into the bedroom is so fun. Like maybe keep it a secret to yourself for a little while and like sneak away and like do your own thing. If like, cause being, I don't know, sneaky like that is kind of hot too, but, um, definitely introduce it to him. Like not in the bedroom. I think a lot of conversations need to be outside the bedroom, not like heat of the moment because it might like throw him off just because if it's never something, if it's not something you've ever done before, like it might just be like, oh, is she, because men have this thing where for some reason, some of them, not all of them, every time I like, I'm not generalizing. I'm just saying a lot of men have this thing where like they're intimidated by toys or like they think that like now that you have a toy, like you won't want to be with them, but like that's not the case. I'm bringing it in because I just want to make it better for all of us, you know? Like, so I think talking about it, like maybe bringing it up, be like, Hey, I was listening to this podcast or whatever. And I got this new toy and I thought we could try it. And it just needs to be like a very open conversation. Like not in the bedroom. Like if you're just going on a drive or something like that, or like send them like a DM of like, be like, Hey, I just bought this and like screenshot it. So I don't know. I think it's fun. I think you should bring it in. And I think it opens up a whole other realm for sex and exploration. And, uh, yeah. Wait, did I even read this spilled milk? Okay. I got to spill this milk and then I'll get into it. So we're Christian and my daughter is bi. Teaching her God's love is unconditional, but I struggle between following my heart and following God's plan. I love my girl so damn much. And I asked you guys, are you religious? 76% said no. And 24% said yes. Um, I had a lot of people tell me and reach out to me and be like, well, I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. And I had a lot of other people be like, well, I am religious, but God's love is unconditional. Jesus loves us all, all of these things. I personally am not religious. I'm spiritual and I believe in the universe and I believe in equality and everything um, all the time. I don't believe that there is a right or wrong uh, way to love anyone. So this one, I appreciated her honesty so much with this spill because it can't be easy. You must be torn, but ultimately like she's your child and she was born perfect. And whatever you believe in didn't, I really think that like the Bible and stuff just needs to change a little bit because Everyone is born perfect, whether they love the same sex, whether they love the opposite sex, whether like everyone is born perfect. So I think it's really amazing that you are challenging your beliefs and, um, yeah, just continue to encourage her to be true to her and just don't shame her. The fact that she could come out to you is amazing. Um, and that goes to show that she's obviously not fearful of the fact that like religion, like runs your life. So that's amazing. You're doing amazing. And she will, um, come into herself and be very proud of who she is one day because she's had the unconditional love from her mom. So good work. Um, so the, one of the topics that I know a lot of you guys wanted me to touch on is sex during pregnancy and sex during on your period. Um, I had a few women 
a couple weeks ago spill their milk about their husbands not wanting to touch them or their partners um, not wanting to touch them when they're pregnant. And like, I could go off on them for this, but like, seriously, just grow the fuck up. Like, I don't understand what the big deal is. You, no one, sorry, no matter how big you think you are, you will never hit that baby. The baby is not going anywhere. The baby has no idea that you're having sex with her mom. Like, I remember. Like people have reached out to me and like these women are like six weeks pregnant and their husbands are like, oh, okay, well then I guess we're not having sex for the next, like, for how long, buddy? Because like you think after nine months of you not touching her and then she pushes out a child, she's going to just jump right into your fucking arms and be stoked about having sex with you again. Think again. And then also she has a baby now sex after a baby, like the whole year after is a little bit weird. You're like uncomfortable. You're in pain still. Like have sex while your wife is pregnant. It is good for everyone. It's good for you. It's good for her confidence. It's good for the baby. It actually is good. It's good for her vaginal muscles. It's like, and towards the end, they actually encourage you to have sex and come inside her because the sperm activates the cervix and helps it soften and open up more. So like literally sex is meant to happen. You had sex to have this baby. Continue to have sex with your wife or your girlfriend or whatever. The baby will never know. And, but you know who will know, and you know, who will remember that you didn't touch her and that you didn't make her feel beautiful and that you made her feel like she was giving, like she had an alien inside her instead of loving on her and thinking she's the most beautiful creature who is creating life. She took a little sperm from you and created life and you can't have sex with her? Think again. Grow up. I honestly, I hate that when guys don't have sex with their wives when they're pregnant. Like literally, there is nothing going to happen to the baby. Nothing changes. Um, Yeah, in the middle, like at seven, eight months, she might have a lot of hormones though and be super horny and that's fine too. Don't make her feel weird about it. You had sex to get to where you are. So like continue it. It's good for everyone. Um, And uh, yeah. So, I mean, in the middle and like sometimes it's going to be super uncomfortable and awkward and whatever. And like you don't bend the same way. Like you've got this big belly at at some point like in the way. So like you have to change up your positions and like figure it out. But it can be so fun too. Like one, you don't have to worry about getting pregnant. So... (laughs) just let your sperm fly. Um, but anyway, so just make your partner who is carrying your child feel beautiful during this time. It's an awkward, hard time to go through. I think for everyone, no matter how much you love pregnancy, no matter how much you're confident in your body, like it still makes people, makes the woman feel uncomfortable. We're growing and changing and shifting and everything hurts. And like, if one thing can just feel good, just do that for her. Um, and then sex on the period. I like maybe not like second day full flow, like fucking crazy, like murder scene, but like, but even if you do just adds more lubrication and it's good for her cramps. It's good for her uterus. Like sex is good for your body. So like, put down a, like I had someone message me and be like, oh yeah, like we still have sex during our, during my period. Like we just put down a towel and have at her like, or have black sheets for that week. I don't know. I don't see it as like, 
I don't see it as disturbing. That's for sure. Um, I think that it's, and it's also when women are really, really like more turned on than normal. Cause like we have so many hormones going through our bodies and like our bodies actually want it because it, it's, it makes cramps go away. Like orgasms are good for the soul. They're good for everyone. <laughs> Doesn't matter what time of month it is, or if you're pregnant, just have sex. <laughs> I sound like a sex fiend. I actually don't even have that much sex. Um, well, I don't have any right now, but I think it's just good for your soul. Just do it. Just become connected and feel your, and even if you're just doing it by yourself, it's a good thing. It makes you feel confident and it makes you like, I've got this. I don't need to, I don't need anyone else, you know, but if you want someone else, then, then it adds value. So that is, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to end it on this one. So, because I just said, I sound like a sex fiend and all this stuff, but like, I do think there's a limit. Like, I do think that, especially in the first little while of being in a relationship, should you not be like jumping each other's bones? That's just kind of how I feel. Um, but this is someone's milk. So been with my boyfriend a year and have only had sex a few times. I'm struggling. And I asked, is sex important to you and your relationship? And 74% said so important. And 26% said not really. Um, so here's a little more information about, um, my previous relationship. Like it was pretty much like a sexless marriage. I would say like there were a lot of dry spells. There were a lot of like, our relationship was more of like a, a caretaker kind of like caretaker. Like I was the caretaker. And so like, there wasn't really like that much, I don't know. It was like a weird, it was different. It was, it was different, but it ultimately didn't work for us. Like it, ah, I don't know how to like, it wasn't like the, the demise that wasn't the end of our relationship because we didn't have sex, but like, it was a big part in like me feeling like undervalued or underappreciated and not beautiful. And like, not confident. And it really weighs on your mental health. Like I think when you feel like someone doesn't want you sexually, then you also think like, are they getting it somewhere else? Like in my relationship, I knew he wasn't, but I still like, I'm like, well, what, what am I doing wrong? What is it? And it's like, probably not about you. It's probably about them. Like, and so I think you need to have an open and honest conversation, but I ultimately feel like this relationship, like you can have friends. You don't need a relate. You don't need a boyfriend to like, if you're not having sex with the one person that you're technically allowed to have sex with, like find someone else. That's just kind of how I feel because like, it's pointless. What are you like? What is the difference between him and your friend? So yeah, I don't know. All right. Um, this one made me laugh and I'm really grateful for somebody that said this. Um, so so I'm just going to end it on this note. And someone said, I have a crush on Jess. And that really, that made me smile. Um, and 42% of you also said that. And then 58% said you prefer men, which is fair. Uh, (laughs) I also prefer men, but, um, I just thought that was sweet. So thank you for making my day. I hope this spilled milk makes your day. I hope that you join me tomorrow, Monday for spilled milk Mondays on my stories at spilled milk, milk with a Y and rate review, all of the things, send me those five stars. Um, and, uh, I can't wait to see what you spill next week. So stay latched because it can only get better. Mm